Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Trafalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Apple and Google are cooperating on a decentralized system to track the spread of COVID-19. The system uses Bluetooth low-energy transmissions to send and receive a rotating number. If a user reports being diagnosed with COVID-19, alerts can be sent to any other phone that it had been in range of the infected person's phone. Matches are conducted on-device. The system does not store master lists on servers or share any identifying information. Android and iOS APIs will arrive in mid-May for use by health authorities' apps, and the companies will also work on building the functionality into the OS itself, eliminating the need for a user to download an app and participate, as well as bring battery life and privacy protection advantages. The entire system is opt-in, and Google and Apple will publish information about their work for independent review. Apple launched a site that allows hospitals, healthcare providers, and businesses to register as COVID-19 testing locations. After a review of the application, the site will be added to Apple Maps. Testing locations will include the name of the facility, the healthcare provider, if it's a drive-up location, and if a doctor's referral is required. Amazon announced that as of April 13th, it will put new online grocery customers on a waiting list to join the service and limit hours at some Whole Foods locations to give more time to focus on online orders. The company also plans to set up a waiting list for delivery slots on a first-come, first-served basis. Amazon announced online order capacity has increased 60% during the COVID-19 outbreak. Axios reports that Google has made significant progress toward developing its own processor, codenamed Whitechapel, to power future Pixel smartphones as soon as 2021, and eventually Chromebooks. Currently, Pixel phones use Qualcomm processors. A source tells Axios Google's new chip has an 8-core ARM design, hardware optimized for machine learning, and was designed in cooperation with Samsung using a 5-nanometer process. Samsung manufactures iPhone chips and its own Exynos processors as well. The Entertainment Software Ratings Board, or ESRB, announced a new label as part of its rating system for games that offer in-game purchases of loot box and other randomized rewards. The ESRB says the snappily named label, In-Game Purchases, includes random items, will be applied to loot boxes, gotcha games, items or card packs, prize wheels, treasure chests, and more. Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, and many other game publishers have all committed to disclosing the odds of receiving items from loot boxes, with 2020 as a target for that policy to take effect. Apple announced the iPhone SE. It has a 4.7-inch screen and a home button with Touch ID, similar to the iPhone 8. However, it has a 12-megapixel camera lens on the back and the same A13 Bionic chip that's inside the iPhone 11. It supports 4K video at 60 frames per second, and it supports 18-watt fast charging, Wi-Fi 6, gigabit LTE, and dual SIM using one slot and one eSIM. The 64GB iPhone SE costs $399, the 128GB $449, and a 256GB version for $549 in black, white, or red. Pre-orders began Friday, April 17th, and will ship April 24th. GitHub announced that several of its core features are now available to all users for free. The new free features include unlimited private repositories with unlimited collaborators, use of the service for commercial projects, and up to 2,000 minutes of access per month to GitHub Actions. GitHub's paid teams plan has also been lowered from $9 a month to $4 a month, and enterprise plans start at $21 per user per month. The change is not temporary and was on the roadmap prior to the virus outbreak. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman and Debbie Wu report that, according to sources, Apple is developing high-end modular over-the-ear wireless headphones. 
They would reportedly feature magnetically swappable ear pads and headbands, as well as feature Siri voice support, noise cancellation, and some built-in touch controls. Apple reportedly plans to release the headphones later in 2020. Facebook announced new measures to fight COVID-19 misinformation on its platform. In the coming weeks, the company will show a pop-up message from the World Health Organization to users who liked, reacted, or commented on content with harmful COVID-19 misinformation. The pop-up will include a link to the WHO's COVID-19 debunking site, which can be shared to other users. Facebook also added a Get the Facts page that curates accurate COVID-19 info and includes media fact checks. Instacart launched a prescription drug delivery service in partnership with Costco. The service was in pilot in Washington and Southern California and now offers service from almost 200 Costco locations across Arizona, California, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, New York, Washington, and Washington, D.C., with plans for a national rollout in the coming months. Users will receive a text from Costco when their prescription is ready with a link to schedule delivery. Clicking through it will take that customer to Costco's site, where they can add other items from the retailer to an Instacart order. Prescriptions can be scheduled for delivery up to a week out, come in a sealed, tamper-proof bag with a scan of a customer's ID needed for verification. And finally, the Libra Association updated its white paper, abandoning the plan to create a stablecoin tied to a basket of currencies and securities. Instead, Libra will release multiple stablecoins, each tied to a single currency. A composite coin would then be made up of fractions of those currency-backed stablecoins. The first proposed currencies are the U.S. dollar, the Singapore dollar, the euro, and the pound sterling. Apps that want to use Libra will also need to register and get licensed by local financial authorities, just like any other currency. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. <laughs>